Good evening, and welcome to this week's episode of Discussions by Drea. This week's episode is titled, The Lives We Touch. This episode is dedicated to Michael Atkins. So, today is Wednesday. Wednesday is usually a hit or miss day. I'm in the office. I have clinic. Today was clinic with three surgeons and one nurse practitioner for a total of 31 patients on the books. Those patients are seen in air quotes between 9.30 and 12. <laughs> Needless to say, that ending time never really happens. I was in clinic until about 2, which is fine. However, today was an interesting day. When it comes to patient care, it's tricky because you have some patients that love you and you have some that don't you have some that their whole purpose it seems is to drive you absolutely bananas and i have quite a few of those and then you have the ones that you're glad to see with that being said today was a good day for one of our patients a young man who has had a series of issues however today is what we call graduation day when the patient is told you only need to return to see us as needed And that's a great day for me as well, because with this particular patient, I had just started with my main surgeon, not too terribly long before their case came across my desk. And with part of what I have to do before I schedule a patient to be seen is to gather the records. And sometimes the patients are great historians on where they were seen and who they were seen by. And sometimes they act like they just fell from the sky. So you have to do a lot of detective work. This particular case, patient, young man, his mom called, clearly distraught. And all I could think was, I have to get them in. Not that any patient that calls, you think the opposite, but you definitely know the ones that need to be in sooner rather than later. So I worked with her. We called back and forth, getting records, getting appointment schedules, all of that good stuff. In the almost six years that I've been, with this particular doctor you make connections with the patients and the parents and the caregivers 
And sometimes you just click and you have that bond, as I did with this particular patient's mother. There was one time we hadn't seen the patient. We didn't need to see him at the moment, but she was on my mind. And I have, and greatly so, taken it upon myself to be what I call a random checker in her. <laughs> I, if, you, if I think about you and I have access to you, I'm checking in. It's just to say hi, to let you know that you were being thought about. And not to toot my own horn with that, but in the times that I've done it, some of the replies that have come back have been that message of, I needed to hear from you today, or I'm so glad that you text today because today was not a good day. Which then lets me know that what I'm doing is not in vain. And it's also something larger than myself. So I text this patient's mom one day. Hey, I'm just thinking about you. How are you guys? And it was one of those days because her husband had had a heart attack. And she was, you know, going through it. And not that my call made anything worse, but she was just able to then release some of the frustration because she she cried and I cried. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? You know, and I'm in Cincinnati and they're not in Cincinnati. So... The bond was formed even more then. So when I saw them today, and as this clinic goes, there's people in and out of the door all the time, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Sometimes I see them come in. Sometimes I don't see them until they come out. But I caught eyes with her when she came in, and I, you know, addressed her. Hey, how you doing? So when I had a chance, I went into the room and I gave her the biggest hug. And we talked, she had lost some weight. She talked about that. It was just, it was one of those things where I needed to see her today. So at the end of their visit, they graduate, meaning they don't have to come back. And I gave her another hug and she looked at me in my eye and she said, I want you to know that you saved my life. Now, she was not the patient. Her son was. And I couldn't say anything as she had tears rolling down her eyes. She said, because she thought that he was going to die and in me getting them in getting them seen and he's doing okay and now she says she finally has her life back while I don't take any credit for that 
I just did what I was supposed to do in my role as a medical secretary, but also in my role as a human with some compassion. I did what I'd say, I did my job, but I realized that doing my job is not just making the appointment, getting the notes, getting the medical part. It's also being a human, being empathetic, crying with a patient if that's what it calls for, touching lives in what I think is not even a substantial way because I'm just doing my job air quotes but I've come to know and to realize that it's not just a job everybody's not cut out for customer service or patient care and I don't want to say it's a calling but it's definitely part of what I believe is my gift of hospitality to be able to do what we do day in, day out, fielding phone calls, talking to irate patients, you know, talking people down, keeping people from losing their minds because they think they're going to die this very moment. And I've learned that sometimes, even in the midst of not feeling like it, because I am human, And sometimes you answer the phone and you've got 99 things on your mind. And here's this patient on the phone just going in on what they need and what they want. And they haven't even told you their name. And sometimes you just have to pull back and breathe. And let that patient be heard. And then take that step and say, let me help you. What what can I do in this very moment to make it better? I have another patient that she was new just last week. <laughs> Frantic patient. A friend of another patient. So the patient that was in place called... I have this friend. She needs to talk to you. She needs a doctor. Can she call you? Yes, I'll call her. Patient on 10. Up in arms. I need to be seen like right away because I got this thing and I'm going to die. And whoa, 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 whoa. We don't know that. Do what I need to do. Get her scheduled. She's still on high alert. Talk her down calmly with my limited knowledge able to share some things put her in contact with another patient who has the same thing that she has luckily that other patient and I are acquaintances so that worked out really well saw that patient today and she got good news It can be totally exhausting dealing with people (laughs) on top of dealing with patients that think that 
they are checking out of here. I've learned just today. I shouldn't say I've learned just today, but today solidified it that we don't know when our time is up. We don't. We don't know when the last thing we say to somebody will be the absolute last thing that we say. I dedicated this episode to Michael Atkins, who is the father of one of my best and dearest friends who left this earth this morning to go be with his wife in heaven today. And when I got that text message, I knew. You just know sometimes. And it knocked my breath away because he and I would text every now and then just I don't know there was something in his eyes when I saw him at his wife's memorial that just did something to my heart and I made it a point to stay in contact with him I mean I'd been familiar with him because he's her dad but we chatted I don't know if it was more for me to let him know that I cared about him (laughs) or that I needed to know that he was on the other end receiving the message. I don't really know. But what I do know is that while I am sad for those he left behind, I'm extremely glad that I was able to, in our own little way, spend that time, have those moments, have my own memories of him. The lives we touch, we don't know, we don't know when it's time to go. He didn't suffer. He didn't agonize. His family didn't have to watch him go through some horrible process. He was blessed and went in his sleep. And while death is never easy, but we have to learn to take the comfort in it. There's comfort in death. And I'll let you sort that out however (laughs) <laughs> you deem necessary. The lives we touch. The lives we touch. Every day is not always a great day, but it's a good day, despite what happens. I had a memory that came up in an email the other day about my grandmother, who has been gone for nine years now. And I think about her often. There's always some Miss Bessie story or something. My kitchen is themed after Miss Bessie's kitchen. (sighs) And while she lived in Alabama, I didn't grow up with her, but I made it my business 
to have a relationship with her. She touched my life. <laughs> she touched my life. Because unlike my father's mother, who had copious amounts of grandchildren around, it was like you had to jockey for that space and that time. Well, with my mother's mother, there weren't that many of us, and I could go and be with her by myself, my family and I, and that was precious to me. The lives we touch, I'm so looking forward to going to see my mother. Spending time with my mother. And you have to know my mother. <laughs> so there will be laughter. And while I'm sure we can get on each other's nerves, I will be so glad to see her. It's been over a year with COVID and all that. And I just need that time. I need to be in her presence. The lives we touch. As I end, I'll ask that you share this message if you feel so compelled. That you keep in mind that we are not here to stay. We are only passing by. And that we should make the most of each day. The relationships that matter, we should make them the best relationships we could possibly make. Mend fences. Heal old wounds with apologies or acceptance of apologies. Grant mercy. Grant grace. Be willing to listen, compromise if that's what it calls for, be present for those that need you, learn to listen not just with your ears but with your heart, be willing to hug those that need it. Sometimes people won't ask for a hug. I'm, I know I've asked many people, can I hug you? Because it's not for them, it's for me. <laughs> Let's love a little more. Be a little more kind. Be a little more patient. And remember, we're not here alone. Everybody we meet is fighting some struggle, fighting some battle. But you, you and you alone might make a difference in that person's life. Every day is an opportunity to be better than the day before. Be good to one another. And I'll talk to you soon.
Bye-bye.